This is JDSA's Law Talk. This is the program that gives you the straight facts on our laws and how they affect your everyday personal and professional life. If you're involved with construction, either as a contractor or as the owner of real estate, this episode is for you. You may have heard of a legal document known as a mechanics lien. Depending on the jurisdiction, these are sometimes also called construction liens or property liens. Regardless of the name, what exactly is it? How do you engage or avoid this legal action? And how might this affect your rights? In this episode of JDSA's Law Talk, attorney Matthew Hitchcock is here as we discuss contractors' lien rights and the importance of perfection. I'm Clint Strand, and this is JDSA's Law Talk. You're listening to JDSA's Law Talk, brought to you by JDSA Law, one of the largest full-service law firms in North Central Washington. Hear more programs and read in-depth articles on the law at JDSALaw.com. Matthew, always good to talk to you. I'm pretty fired up for this conversation. It's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm excited to be here. These these contractor lien rights are important ideas and important concepts that people ought to understand, especially contractors. For contractors and if you're a property owner, few investments mean more to you on an emotional or financial level as your property. You want to get this right. So let's start with the basics. What's a lien? Well, a lien is defined as an involuntary financial interest in favor of someone, a person, maybe, or a a company who improves the property of another. The lien concept derives back into the origin days of the state of Washington. In fact, uh, liens were such an important fundamental concept that the uh, third piece of legislation in the Oregon Territory, Mm -hmm. all the way back in 1854, when Washington was part of that territory, the construction lien statute was was one of the very first pieces of legislation passed. Wow. So absolutely fundamental to the building, literally and figuratively, of our region. So what exactly is the purpose of a construction lien, if it's that important? Well, contractor's liens or construction liens or, or, or mechanics liens, all of them are, mean the same basic thing. They're legal documents that protect and reserve the rights of the contractor or the person who does the work to seek unpaid compensation. Okay. So if, for instance, you get your kitchen redone and you hire a contractor to do so, it's protection for that contractor to make sure that you actually pay him for those granite countertops. That's right. The way most contractors work, especially a residential contractor redoing a kitchen, they do the work oftentimes before being fully paid. So the lien helps them ensure that they will get paid. So who has the right to a construction lien in Washington? Oftentimes it's, it's a contractor or a subcontractor who works for a general contractor. Uh, suppliers maybe are entitled to a construction lien because they haven't been paid for the supplies that they've provided for a project. Anyone who works on a project and is registered with the state of Washington as a contractor is entitled to file a construction lien when they're not paid on it. For the work. Do you need to swing a hammer or are we talking about intellectual capital here like architects or I don't know, engineers? Architects and engineers are entitled to construction liens as well. They have a slightly different lien process than your average contractor, but they may also claim a, a lien. 
Okay, so we've defined what a lien is. Let's talk about what items are actually covered by the lien. Well, the lien's going to cover most of the things involved with a construction project, but not necessarily all of them. Uh, the lien will, will cover labor, materials, services provided like architectural services or engineering services. For instance, a subcontractor may include in their lien the value of concrete, the rental costs of the equipment to pump and form the concrete, and they may include as well something like the hourly cost of the employees to do the concrete work. To provide the labor, essentially. Yes. All the costs that are included to bring that to bear from labor to parts to, in the case of architects and engineers, the intellectual capacity and time needed to make all that real on a piece of paper. That's correct. Now, on the flip side, the things that are not covered in the lien, yeah. uh, oftentimes the person filing the lien won't be able to recover their attorney's fees. Attorney's fees can get quite complicated, more complicated than we're going to address in today's podcast. But things that do not benefit or add value to the property often cannot be claimed on a construction lien. Okay. So what are the steps to perfect lien rights? And when I say perfect, what does that mean? Well, perfect in this context means properly following the statutory process to secure your rights in repayment if you're a contractor. The contractor must perfect their lien by doing things like recording a notice prior to filing, providing a customer with a statutorily mandated disclosure prior to initiating construction on the project. In the state of Washington, a contractor must provide a residential homeowner a notice to owner so that the owner and general contractor have an idea of who's providing the services, what those services are, and what their exposure may be if they don't pay. You know, it's interesting when you say that these are the steps to perfect lien rights. As I was reading my notes prior to this, my eyes did a topsy-turvy and I thought it was for a minute protecting lien rights. It feels like that's what you're talking about, although perfecting is the legal term. That's correct. It really is just protecting lien, lien rights. It's a very specific process that must be followed step by step and must be followed in an order of time too. So for example, to record a claim of lien, you must do it within 90 days of the last performance of work on the project. And you must provide a copy to the owner of that property within 14 days of recording the claim. Okay, so very specific steps. This is why we're talking to attorney who knows these steps. How much can the lien be? The lien can be the amount of the contract price for services, for labor, for materials, for equipment, whatever that amount is. And obviously, depending on the project, that amount could be $10,000 or it could be in the millions of dollars. It just depends on the size of the project. Okay, so we've talked about how much. Let's talk about how long now. How long does that lien last? Well, the, the lien continue in effect until it is paid. There are limitations typically on the, the amount of time that the claimant has to file a lawsuit to recover on the lien. In the state of Washington, it is typically eight months from the date of recording. But the way that a homeowner and a contractor should think about it is that the lien remains effective until the debt is paid. Very good. Lots of information here, super important for homeowners and for those contractors performing this work. We'll talk about final thoughts when we come back right after this. This is JDSA's Law Talk. 
See our areas of practice now at JDSALaw.com. Chatting with JDSA attorney Matthew Hitchcock about liens from both a contractor and a property owner perspective. Matthew, we gave a lot of information here, a lot of detail and a lot of calls to action if you find yourself in these different situations. So for folks that are just wrapping up this conversation, what are the big points you want to make sure that they walk away from this conversation with? Well, for, from the perspective of a contractor, the contractor needs to understand what their rights are to collect payments that are owed to them, and they need to take actions in advance to ensure that they protect, or in the legal term, perfect those rights in advance. Uh, for a homeowner, the homeowner, the, the best way to avoid a lien is by paying your contractor. <laughs> yeah, Captain Obvious checking in here. Right. But Sometimes there are disputes over the amount owed, um, and if you find yourself in a situation where you have a contractor's lien filed against your home, you may be able to negotiate a reduced repayment instead of having a lien filed on your property. And if you're not sure what to do, if you're not sure what your options are, that's when you seek the advice of a, an attorney who understands the construction industry and who can help guide you through the process. Certainly so. I mean, liens, literally and figuratively, are four-letter words. You do not want to mess around with these. You do, you do not. They can come back to bite you. All right. Seek the advice and counsel of a professional like Matthew Hitchcock. This is what you do. This is your professional life. And we're glad that you're sharing your perspective with us. Thank you so much, sir. As always, it's a pleasure. And that'll do it for this edition of JDSA's Law Talk. As always, if you found this topic interesting, there are so many more to delve into on our podcast page at JDSALaw.com. Also, Find us, like us, subscribe, and rate. Leave a review on iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Clint Strand, and this is JDSA's Law Talk. You've been listening to JDSA's Law Talk. Topics covered in this program are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be professional advice. Before making any legal decision, seek the advice of a relevant professional. To ask a question, arrange a meeting with a JDSA attorney and find Law Talk episodes on other topics. Connect with us at JDSALaw.com. Thanks again for joining us on JDSA's Law Talk.